Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode here on the Minnesota Left-Handers podcast. We got a special one for you. Nate? Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we are with Left Tee Golf. Um, Dan and Sam are with us, and for the first time in a long time, you and I are in the same same room. So, Dan and Sam, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you all for having us. We wish we were in the same room together as well. Are you guys? Yeah, that's guys, right. Glad to be here, guys. Do you guys live far away from each other, or are you in the same region, or? Yeah, we're about an hour from each other. I actually live in Sam's hometown where he grew up. My wife grew up uh, in a town called Brenham, Texas. So we're back here. Sam lives over in the Houston area. So on a good day, we can get back and forth to just over an hour. On a bad day, it could be a couple. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. We were we were neighbors at one point, and um, he's since moved, what do you figure, half hour away? Yeah, yeah, not far. Yeah, cool. So, I don't know, Let's let's dive right into it, you know, what do you do? Who are you? We're, we're, what was kind of the beginnings of all of this? Sure. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just kind of give my spiel first and then let Sam kind of get into it as well. But, you know, obviously both left-handed golfers, uh, um, very amateur left-handed golfers, but, uh, first and foremost, Sam and I both actually work in baseball. So uh, I'm a baseball scout for the Baltimore Orioles. I cover all of South Texas, uh, Sam's a Division One baseball coach in Houston, so uh, we both have playing backgrounds, and we both swung the bat left-handed. Sam swung it a lot better than I did um, in college, and uh, I was a good player. So I think that similar to I think how it works up in Canada with a lot of the hockey population being left-handed. Him and I played started playing a lot of golf together, and um, you know, both being left-handed, we'd always get you know not just. Uh, kind of get funny comments from people on the tee box. Like how could there be more than one left-hander on the tee box? You know, how, how's that even possible? It's like, at some point it's like, yeah, we get it. We're both standing the wrong way. Yeah. We can borrow each other's clubs, yada, yada, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. it was just kind of funny. And I think between Sam and I, and a lot of our friends, especially with baseball backgrounds, we could probably put together, you know, an eight some, if we, if we wanted to of, of left-handed golfers of our friends. So, um, you know, that's kind of the genesis of us wanting to do something, you know, I think, you know, in the summertime, uh, this last summer is about June or July. Uh, it's a kind of an odd downtime for scouts. There's not a lot of baseball going on after the draft. So I was pretty free to play some golf. Uh, Sam, you were going through kind of yeah. a, a career change moving from the college that you were coaching at to, to the next one. Uh, right you had a couple months down in between that Mm -hmm. we filled that time playing a lot of golf and four or five days a week you know and we were probably playing too much golf as our now wives and and uh and whatnot would tell you but uh we just thought it was funny and that you know so many people commenting about being left-handed and we you know we kind of thought gosh you know it'd be kind of fun to do something for left-handed golfers and you know I, i outside of baseball and this is kind of a longer story and i'll keep that short but i had a background in the creative industry for about 10 years i was always answering to another client um always kind of wanted to be my own client and have somewhat of a creative platform so we really just started kicking around the idea like what if we had kind of a a nebulous sort of brand that could do a little bit of apparel and some merch maybe some content 
but really just give us a reason to play more golf and, and hopefully meet some cool people. And now we're sitting on a podcast with left-handers in Minnesota. So I'd say that kind of, uh, <laughs> that door opened. Um, but yeah, that was really the genesis of how it started and, and kind of why, and there's some more details about how we really got it going, but that's the overall, I'd say gist of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, baseball, is the common theme that brought Dan and I together, but then it quickly became golf was the escape. Like we didn't really talk about baseball when we played golf. And I think it was refreshing for both of us because baseball had been everything all the time. And as Dan said, I was going through a career change. I was working at the local junior college um, in the town that Dan lives in now, which is my hometown, Blinn junior college and gone through a, a coaching change and I was looking for a job and, you know, luckily found one here in Houston. But during that transition, I had time to play a lot of golf. Um, and Dan was a guy that, you know, I'd met as he moved to Britain about a year before. And um, like he said, we took every advantage to play wherever, whenever. And that kind of escalated the lefty talks. Like we had kind of kicked it around early and then um, the lack of employment on my part and the downtime, for Dan kind of really kickstarted the whole deal. And um, once you get around Dan, you'll, you'll realize like the creativity is off the charts, the vision, the whole deal. And um, he kind of pitched it to me and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm all in. And I want to say, Dan, it was you going through a time where you had a little bit of downtime, you know, you um, had your second daughter and, you know, it was a lot of brainstorming going on, but um, that was kind of a nucleus of the idea. And then, you know, Dan kind of kickstarted it and we kind of just went from there. So, you know, I love that you said, you know, certain doors have opened and, and you've landed in places you didn't, you know, really ever think you would podcast with us and things like that. I've, I've had the same thing. We've been around since July and uh, just this past July and it's been the same thing. I mean, the, the golf world, the people in the golf world have just been so like, Hey, yeah, let's do this. Come play golf with me. You know, it's just been, it's been awesome from that perspective for us as well. It's super cool, and you know it's kind of funny how how small this world is when when we kick this around that the name is really kind of what hit. I was actually in the hospital ready for my second daughter to be born, and it just kind of hit me lefty l e f t e e and we said, oh, maybe there's some staying power with that. Let's kick it around and I sat with my iPad and wrote and long story short, we went from kind of a name on an iPad to hiring Shane Bacon, a left handed golfer from the golf channel. Uh, hiring his firm ground under repair design and i'm just going to give an absolute shameless plug about them because they're just the best in the business and funny enough he's from marshall texas his designer kate is from minnesota mm-hmm. played at nebraska now she's right-handed but we'll give her a uh, a pass on that that's a pretty good right-hander at that and lives down here just south of houston by about an hour hour and a half in Galveston, and plays out of moody garden so just a small world you know when we contracted their firm and they obviously really bought into what we were trying to do given Shane's background and certainly couldn't have done it without them but small world especially you know the five percent of us or whatever that are left-handed it's pretty cool so I knew that you guys worked with Shane and Kate and I you brought it up she's from Minnesota we're one of the few places where she's maybe as well known as as Shane um, in the golf world I was, uh, here's my sort of connection to her. I, I coached high school golf in the same class as her, like in the, you know, different classes of, of school and, and state tournaments and things. And I was there when she won her fifth in a row. 
Um, <laughs> I think she was like co-champion that year, but I mean, we, it was dark. It was late. We got we'd been rained out, you know, so it was it was a long day. And we're all at the leaderboard kind of watching, and she was just finishing up. I couldn't help but, like, go over and watch her for a little bit just because, I mean, what she did and, and what she's accomplished in golf is, is crazy. Wow. And she would never be the one to tell us that she's won five, you know, which is so cool about her. Uh, that's really, really neat. Wow. Were you able to work pretty closely with, with Shane and Kate, or was it just kind of a few emails back and forth? or did, Were they, like, hands-on involved with you guys? super hands-on um you know i think the first call that that sam and i jumped on we had kate and shane on shane would follow up kate would follow up it was you know i don't want to set them up for you know hey you can just text them all the time but like if we wanted to kick something around it was a really easy feedback loop and it's really just at that point it was just those two really kind of you know uh putting in the elbow grease to get such beautiful work out in the world so it really just felt like it was a team at the same table, a, a digital table, if you will, across Zoom and, and phone calls and emails. But um, they were awesome to work with. And I've worked in that industry for so long, and Sam hadn't really seen that side of it. But I think we would both tell you that regardless of experience in it or not, I've had the awful experience of working with you know firms and designers that just don't treat you well and, and, and whatever. But you know, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, but they made us kind of feel like family right away. And it was really a really good process. No, absolutely. I mean, Kate and Shane both were very hospitable. Like, you know, we were kind of like, oh, is Shane going to hop on? Is he not? And he, he hopped on and was just like, it was like talking to one of our buddies. And, you know, we ended up going to um, <clears throat> the Houston Open here in, at Memorial Park. And we met Shane and he showed us in, you know, the Golf Channel tent and we got to meet uh Trevor Immelman and he's just been great to us and, and been in contact with us. And, and like Dan said, just you wouldn't know that he's a big timer and, and Kate obviously is a big timer in Minnesota, but you know, she was like, Hey, we'd love to help and did more than help really, really jump started our brand from day one. So Sam was real quick. Sam buried the lead on Trevor Immelman. We walked out Shane, Texas and said, uh, Hey guys, Trevor's son's left-handed. And he said he wants some gear. And I'm like, no brainer. Sam's like, you got, you need to go home and pack up a box and, and get it shipped out. And we did just that, sent it over to Jacob. And we included a funny note that said, hey, we heard the best uh, golfer in the Immelman household's left-handed. So we hope you like the gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What a, what a, like you said, just a small, small world. Um, you know, so what, what have you guys done? You you mentioned that you also have done some stuff with with content or you know you, merch and content and things. What have you guys done on the content side? Yeah, you know it's been pretty early in its infancy with content. You know we, we've tried to get to some neat courses or a little bit you know what we kind of call off the beaten cart path. Um, not so much just left handed specific, but um, you know we obviously want to produce things that we would want to see courses that we'd like to play you know whatnot we had a big trip to kiowa to really kick off lefty golf which was really neat um sam and i and, a, and a, another dear friend of ours and a family member my father uh, we all went out to the ocean course and really just tried to capture as much of kiowa as possible and some different blog formats uh some video content and reels uh, and then just some high-end photography so our goal is really as we get these opportunities to go play is just to bring people along with us um, you know, and so a lot of that 
took place and just kind of some visual content. But really where we're getting to right now, which is pretty exciting, is, you know, it's been a really warm reception from some pretty talented golfers, which is funny. We're on the phone with, with you know, Corn Ferry Tour guys and um, some guys with PGA experience and, um, you know, guys that are starting their pro careers where Sam and I are just hoping to make it through a round, you know, without limping by the end. But uh, we're starting to get into that space where we've got some really kind of neat, I'd say, human interest stories to tell that have some left side, some left hand bents to it, uh, including an architect that's left handed. I've always wanted to talk and understand if there really is a, a bias against the left handers from a course design standpoint. Uh, caddies, um, you know, a, a, a content producer from PGA who played college golf left handed. So, some really uh, on the nose being left-handed and some with more just kind of some uh, some tentacles into to being left-handed. So that's kind of where we're transitioning to uh, in terms of being able to tell some neat stories, um, some long-form stuff, some short-form stuff. But, um, again, keep our goal is to kind of keep it as somewhat loose and open to where we can, you know, kind of pivot and – Maybe we cover some some tournaments. There's going to be some qualifiers for the Corn Ferry Tour. We know some left-handers are playing in. We want to follow their lead-up to that and, um, you know, kind of show uh, what takes place leading up to that, the tournament, you know, the follow-up, all that. So grand pie-in-the-sky plans with some of that, but we have some really interesting relationships being built right now to help us get there. I, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you know, what do you think – how can we start to gain some recognition and, and grow the game sort of on the lefty side of things? And I think you hit on that, like when you get to sort of that niche of, of like architects, is, is there a bias? I, that interview is going to be super cool when that comes out. I'm, I'm excited about that one. Yeah, I just, anytime, and, and as Sam will tell you too, Sam's got a great swing. It, it's fun to watch. It's when you step up and you see another guy in the range, like you immediately watch the swing, right? Because he's left-handed. It's like watching a three-point shooter. You know, I've never seen an ugly three-point shot. Now I could break the mold on an ugly left-handed golf swing and that's fine, but (laughs) you don't get to, I mean, you've obviously got Brian Harmon right now. You've got Garrett Kigo. You've got some of these guys that are a little bit in and out. Um, You know, the corn Ferry tour, unfortunately being a severe lack of broadcasting, right? Like you don't get to see, as much left-handed golf as you would when Phil was back, you know, uh, or when Phil was, you know, at his height. So if we can just kind of keep showing, you know, these left-handed players and, and highlighting it and sharing spotlights, like we've got some great relationships with college, some really big time college guys. Um, you know, like I mentioned, some guys on the corn furry tour stuff that's going to be announced pretty soon with us doing some representation of those guys. Like, we just want to bring that to the forefront as much as possible because I like watching left-handed golf swings. I'm, I'm always, it beats going to YouTube um, and trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing wrong. So, um, you know, that's really the the goal there. And, and I just think the more we can see it and the more that we can help promote it and same with what you guys are doing and other brands in the space that are out there, it's like the more the merrier and, you know, the, the more content, the better, in my opinion. And it's interesting as we started looking into uh, the corn fairy guys and, you know, how many guys are left-handed and then the college division one guys, how many guys are left-handed how many guys play at a high level? It's, I'm not surprised, but it's like a lot more than you would think. And that's our goal is like, we're trying to highlight those guys because for whatever reason, and that's a stat that we can maybe figure out one day is like 
you know, once you vacuum to the PGA Tour, it's not as many guys, and I don't know why that is. Maybe it is the, the architect biased, and maybe we'll find some traction on that. But there are a lot of good amateur players in um, the Division One level and the Corn Ferry level, and I think the Corn Ferry Tour, especially with their social media and just the coverage, has definitely grown. And if we can parlay that into growing these left-handed golfers, like that's our goal for sure. Yeah, and that I think is is what we're all sort of in this for. I mean, looking at like from the national level that you guys, I you you're like kind of is it sponsoring? You've got a sponsorship with the NALG now, or how would you how would you describe your relationship with them now? Yeah, so first off, kudos to you guys for, you know, really tipping us off to the NALG. An 87-year, uh, you know, 87th, you know, 87-year-old organization that's been promoting left-handed golf. Like, that's awesome. So we actually ended up reaching out to them and just said, listen, how can we help? What can we do? And and they're really in a neat process of trying to modernize their brand and, and bring it into the world. And I don't think they'd be shy to tell you that, that the average age is probably a tick older than the social media generation, um, you know, and, and so they're really trying to figure out how to bring new people in the fold. And it's like, well, Hey, I think we could help, uh, in, in that regard. So, you know, one, what's really neat, we're working on, on potentially providing apparel, you know, Sam and I have, have built some good relationships in the manufacturing space. Not that we want lefty golf to be an apparel brand. We want to make kind of small custom limited run, small batch items that we'd want to wear and, and, you know, hopefully others would too as badges of honor. Um, but we do want to help like the NALG produce that. We do want to help them produce some content from some of their state and national tournaments so people can kind of see like, hey, this is really, really cool. I mean, they're going to be in Coeur d'Alene this year at a beautiful track at Avondale. And it's like, hey, we can show up with cameras and put our best foot forward and at least just, you know, um, help because you what you, what they're doing is truly awesome like really promoting the left-handed game right and we're kind of on the outskirts of that so we just said let us help we'll do whatever we can and uh, it, it's been it's been a neat relationship that's being built so far and i love what media like just sort of the how, how would you describe it kind of what we're doing here just kind of the podcast side and the social media side how we are able to add to that now kind of with with from our own angles, this wasn't so much available, you know, and maybe 10 years ago, I started playing in our state left-handed tournament 16 years ago. I was 16 years old. And I was just like, it was, it was just kind of a, a place to go. That was, that was kind of unique, but it wasn't really growing. And I, and I think this is such a cool way for us to attack it from all angles. Yeah, we had, you know, we, we told them we'd be happy to kind of pump up the tournament. We had people reach out and go one. I didn't know that exists two that's awesome three i wish i was left-handed you know just to play in it so um i don't think they do any right-handed specific tournaments because every single one of them would be but uh it's really neat what they're doing and you know i think i read that the world association of left-handed golf tournament is in vietnam this year and it's like okay how can we get how can we get involved (laughs) in that that would be pretty cool that that would be awesome I've, i've seen that too um, I want to talk about your your apparel for for just a little bit. Your website is is awesome. I do you have. Can we pull that up? Yeah, for, Sam. For uh, Sam, when I was going through the website, you know the hat you had on, I was telling Dad, I was like, dude, if I got one of these hats, I, I like that white one. That's got that. That's got a good look to it. But yeah, I mean, you guys got a lot of a lot of a lot of good stuff on here. 
Yeah, I like I like the way that you know the kind of your approach for visibility is is through your your hat options are are awesome. Um, you know, I'm just I, I could I could peruse this for a while. It's a it's a cool cool collection of stuff. Yeah, thank you. We um, you know, our goal we started we're like listen, it, it's a different world today. You don't need to have a stockpile of of inventory. We wanted to create a kind of, and it's funny, you know, this hat just launched that I've got on today and Sam's got our best seller on. Um, you know, we really just said, hey, we want to create some badges of honor that left-handers can wear to say, hey, we're proud to play left-handed because it's fun. It's tribal in its own, in, in its nature because there's not very many of us. Sam and I always say, hey, if we wanted to get rich off this thing, we'd probably target right-handers because there's a lot more of them. Um <laughs> But that's just not who we are or what we want to be. So we, we just set out to create stuff that we'd want to wear, you know, that, that other people might as well. And, you know, we've got some really good people that we turn to to solicit some feedback, mostly left-handed, some in the creative space and some in the golf space. But um, we got pretty lucky early on with, with Shane and, and Kate and them helping set us up with B. Dratty and Seamus and doing some neat collaborations with them. And those all sold really well, which was neat. And, you know, like I said, our – our goal is not to make a ton of money off of this, but I think pie in the sky, end of the day, if we made money off of content or apparel or, or whatever, great. The Lefty Golf brand's out there, but at the end of the day, we want to be a resource for left-handed golfers. And, you know, that means for us, like, hey, could we help sponsor a mini tour guy that's out, you know, mini tour guy or gal that's out there absolutely grinding? Like, could we cover a rental car for a week? Could we cover kick over some Marriott points. I get a lot of them in scouting. Uh, it's like, you know, could we help provide a hotel for a qualifier for a left-handed golfer out there? Like what are ways that we can actually add to it and help somebody that's really pursuing their dream? Because Sam and I are past the point of probably ever playing extremely competitive golf and that's okay. Uh, but how can we really help in that regard? How can we kind of help youth left-handers, you know, in one instance, I look at my daughter who's almost going to be two years old. She has a little plastic clubs that are red, yellow, and blue. And guess what? They're right-handed because why wouldn't they be? Could we produce some left-handed clubs that if there is a kid that's showing a proclivity for left-handed, uh, for being left-handed at a young age, why can't he or she swing a, a little Tykes left-handed golf club? There are certain things that I think we want to do to add to the space has absolutely nothing to do with trying to make money or – you know, really, uh, line our pockets. If we can write off some rounds of golf, <laughs> great. That's wonderful. Um, other than that, we just want to do cool stuff that we like and that hopefully other people like. I think that's really, really forward thinking. And it's, 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 it's a fresh way because I, I've been digging a lot into like the Monday Q info guy, Ryan French from, from fire pit. And he's, he tells a ton of the stories of, of, you know, guys, guys and, and women just trying to make it and golf is not Rory McIlroy golf is not you know private jets and much of what we saw on full swing um you know it is so much of it is just people trying to make it who need like in a in a in a uh, a qualifying town or a corn ferry uh city a place to stay a place to you know so they don't have hotel costs so they don't have this stuff and they're looking for that and what a cool way to to kind of approach it from your side that that's that's awesome Definitely. Um, one of the things that came up on your Instagram recently, and I was just looking, I don't think it was a post, you must have done it as a story, was a couple of, of pictures from 
Dallas, like a round you had in Dallas. It looked maybe it was kind of rainy, maybe the last week or something. Just just kind of caught my eye as like a cool sort of everyman course. I don't know where it was. I don't know anything about Texas golf. Um, so, I mean, what do we need to know about golf in Dallas, say, versus Houston or, or different areas of the state? Yeah, Sam's well-versed in that. Sam, you want to take on the, the different, you know, takes on golf here in Texas? Yeah, so I would say Houston has unlimited public tracks. Like, it can be overwhelming at times. Um, my personal style is I like piney woods. I like tree lines. I like uh, I like trees. And there's plenty of that, especially in Houston. Um, but there's also quite a few nice link-style public tracks. Um, I live, oh gosh, probably – three to five miles away from Memorial Park. It's a Muni here in Houston. Um, they recently hosted the Houston Open. It just pivoted from uh, Firestone, which was in, or not Firestone, that's in Ohio, but another course here in Houston. Um, it pivoted to Memorial Park here, which is the, the top Muni course in Houston. So um, green fees at Memorial Park for your outsiders about 120 to 140. Uh, because I live in the city limits, like I was looking yesterday because Dan and I were potentially going to play next week. I can play for $35 and this is a PGA tour type of course. Um, so that's probably my spot that I go to the most, but um, as far as Houston, there's, there's plenty of, plenty of options. Um, you know, you, you go out West towards Austin. This is the beautiful thing about Texas. You can go an hour and a half, two hours West and you have a completely different uh, geographic region. It's, Hill Country Golf, it's elevation change, which is also one of my personal favorites. Um, I love elevated tee shots. I love hitting into elevated greens. Um, that's kind of more the Austin speed. There's definitely some links over in Austin as well. Um, and then Dallas, you kind of have a mix of both as well. It's, it's I would say, more of your traditional style. If you, if you got into Florida, uh, just more of your kind of second shot golf courses, maybe not as, mu as many trees, more water. Um, but Dallas is definitely slept on as well, as far as the amount of municipals, the amount of public tracks, not only in the city, but are outside. And my best friend lives in Dallas. Um, and he's also a left-handed baseball guy, but I mean, he's, he's probably played five to 10 courses and all under a hundred dollars. And he, I mean, he's just blown away with the value and it's, you know, you got the DFW Metroplex, you got Houston, it's two of the largest cities in the country. Um, and we also just love golf here in Texas. So it just combines for a lot of opportunity. And like I said, it can be overwhelming. Um, but Dan, with his background, you know, on the scouting trail, he's able to travel. And the more and more we've kind of gotten into this space, he's kind of parlayed that into trying out different courses. And, um, you know, like you said, it, he played a course in Dallas last week and just in the morning. And he's able to do those kind of things. And that's kind of one of our goals, Dan, I'll let you hit on that, is we're now kind of in the space of like we're trying to play as many new golf courses here in texas as we can because there's so many yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty fortunate that i see games in the evening a lot and my employer you know hopefully they aren't watching the the podcast here but uh <laughs> they they would be just fine with that i get my work done but uh, i i do try when i am on the road to find kind of hidden gems uh, I'm down in Corpus Christi a decent bit, and um, fortunately our club pro here is able to make some phone calls for me. But, you know, it's very welcoming and very hospitable. It's rare that you roll up as a, as a single to any course here, even some private, you know, say, hey, listen, I want to get out and play your course. You know, um, it, it's a special place for that very welcoming, very kind of the, the southern hospitality um, and kind of the unique Texas um, 
hospitality that we have here. So uh, endless amounts. We actually asked the guys from the Texas Hackers Club, which if you haven't seen them, they're a wonderful resource for golf up in North Texas. Garrett, who's a left-hander, uh, of course, why wouldn't he be, uh, you know, actually did a guest post for us on the top five uh, courses to play in DFW alongside about like nine or ten, you know, gems that he couldn't leave out the honorable mention. So worth checking that out, especially if you're making a trip to the Metroplex. Uh, really just some neat golf in the area. Tell me again what who that was in North Texas. What was his name? Yeah, the the Texas Hackers Club. Texas and, Hackers Club. And uh, yeah, which is funny. And uh, uh, they do. I mean, they capture some beautiful, beautiful content of courses up there, and they're just super plugged into the scene. And one of them happens to be left-handed, which is really cool. So, uh, good friendship built with those guys, and, and they've been a big help to us. Sure. Sure. Well, that's cool because, like I said, I'm I'm not I've never been to Texas for for golf purposes. So this was some cool insight. Um, what would you guys say is is next on on tap for you? Yeah, you know, uh, there's a couple things that we can kind of talk about, and some that are are still rolling out. You know, like I said, I, I think we're going to do some apparel stuff for the NALG. We're going to also parlay that into launching some limited run apparel that's kind of custom branded. Um, you know, the, the new hats that, that just launched today, we've switched suppliers to. So we, we've used Imperial for quite a bit of stuff, which we'll continue to do. Uh, but we've got new relationships in the space that we can do a little more custom work. So uh, on the apparel side, we've got some fun stuff going. But I think what we're most excited about right now is that we've got about four uh, or five people um, that are have some pretty significant p- competitive careers that are budding right now. Uh, that have really kind of come to us and said, hey, like, we'd be happy to represent, happy to golf under the lefty golf flag. So sponsorship, ambassador, you know, team lefty, whatever you might call it, we've got some guys that are on board uh, and speaking to a few other folks. You know, there's a, a gal who's, like, in long drive on the left-handed side that we'd love to speak to. There, there's some other people, um, some college players. And, you know, we really want to help them and kind of put our brand along with them and then help kind of give them a platform to build their brand as well because at the end of the day it's important and uh, not in a superficial way in an organic way like our i think our goal and anybody that we bring on to a team of sorts or somebody that we'd want to play 18 holes with and then and then have uh you know maybe a drink or some food with in the clubhouse after so that's kind of what we're sticking ourselves to, you know, in that regard. And um, it's pretty fun. So I think in the next couple of weeks, you'll see some stuff rolling out in terms of maybe uh, some more team aspect that we're bringing together. Uh, and then I think really in the long run, being able to cultivate a real community of left-handed golfers from, uh, you know, the high to mid handicappers to the pros where, um, you know, maybe it's a yearly, you know, kind of a digital country club, if you will, of left-handed golfers that can really work together to put on events and, um, you know, some gifts throughout the year, some member exclusive stuff, I think would be really neat. So not sure if we'll get to that point or not, but that's certainly something that we've been kicking around. I'd say those are kind of the three initiatives right now that we're probably most excited about. Very cool. I, I mean, I think I think that seems like a, a good place to kind of wrap up here. Where where can viewers and everyone else find all this stuff that you are uh, producing for us? Sure. Yeah, I think you'll find us most active on Instagram at Lefty Golf Co. Uh, same same handle there on Twitter. Try and, and post to there as well. 
And then on the site, lefty-golf.com, going to try and post more there. Uh, we've got the Clubhouse blog on there where we are starting to launch some more content, a little longer form stuff. And then obviously, you know, looking at potentially telling some of these stories through a podcast uh, platform as well, uh, trying to follow your guys' lead on that. So, um, yeah, you can find us online and, and um, you know, Sam and I can be reached anytime. We're a small two-man show. We have a handwritten note in every single order that ever goes out with free goodies in every order. Uh, our personal emails and cell phones are, are usually pretty publicly available. So if anyone ever needs anything, uh, we're probably the easiest two people to get a hold of. And uh, we're always going to try and do right by everybody and, and just help however we can. Well, this has been awesome. I, I've really enjoyed, one, this conversation, and two, kind of the way that you are approaching this, you know, from from in ways that I didn't even really consider as possibilities. I think you guys are, like I said earlier, really forward thinking. So um, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, look to, you know, continue to stay in contact and, and watch what you do here over over time and see how you, you, you grow and you take the lefty game to the next level. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It's It's been a blast talking to you all, and we look forward to hopefully getting up north and, and playing whenever that snow melts or whatever's going on up there. <laughs> you guys got to make Absolutely. it Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Absolutely.